Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Dell Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Well, my friends, we have a treat for you today. This is a special guest here on Tell Dell Tuesday. This is a special guest that's been on many times before and probably be on many times again in the future, but his story is so impressive that... It just deserves coming back on multiple times. So let's give you a few accolades. This gentleman and his team, and he's very big about his team, have won multiple, multiple, multiple local awards from the Houston Department Association, state awards from the State of Texas Department Association, and multiple national awards. It's unbelievable. Most people are lucky enough to win one, ever. (laughs) He's won multiple of all three levels. Not only that... He started when he was very, very young, and he was the youngest guy at Lifestyles Unlimited to ever buy an apartment complex as a lead investor. He was the youngest Lifestyles member to ever become a millionaire. He was elected president of the Houston Apartment Association, became the youngest president of the Houston Apartment Association ever, only to beat out another Lifestyles member, Trey Stone, who had been that before, but he is still the president of the Houston Apartment Association. He's done countless, countless acts of charity that are too many to bring up in the show, and he's lately been here in Houston during the pandemic, helping everybody try to get through it. Welcome to the show, Mr. John Boriak. John, welcome. Thanks, Del. I'm excited to be here. Your resume is getting too large to take the entire show. I didn't even go into the fact that you own five apartment complexes and hundreds of units and have made people millions of dollars. Hey, I squeaked it in anyway. So <laughs> if you're wondering what I'm going to talk to you about today, John, I'm going to split this up into four different segments, and I want to get to four different things. The first thing I'd like you to talk about today is what we always talk about, because for people who are tuning in for the first time, to not hear your story about how you got started in this business would be a shame. So let's go ahead and take the first segment and tell your story about when you were in high school and your dad coming to you and offering you the opportunity to look at entrepreneurship as opposed to going to college. Pick that one up for us. Sure, sure, we'll do. Yeah, my story had a theme. It would be a lot of help from a lot of people. Starting when I still lived at home, I had awesome parents. And like you alluded to, when I graduated high school, my parents gave me the option or the alternative of this kind of standard American route of, you know, getting good grades and going to college and getting good grades there, graduating and getting a good job. And 
working there until you retired. They said, hey, let's try something different if you want to, and gave me the option of using those college savings to start a business instead. And I wasn't especially intrigued by studying, and so that sounded pretty, uh, pretty interesting to me. And so we didn't have any – our family had no experience in real estate. My grandfather had started a steel business that my dad runs now to this day. So we had some, some self-employment blood running through my veins, but not a, anything to do with real estate. But we kind of set out really to find an industry for me to look into. And through a friend of a friend, found Lifestyles, and that kind of gave us the baseline you know, education you need uh, that really skipped, I would say, 10 years of hard knocks education if we didn't have that, that group and that education that Lifestyles was able to provide. So we joined Lifestyles right out of when I graduated high school. I was, uh, I guess, 18, 19 at the time and pretty quickly realized this is, uh, was a, a unique opportunity and something we wanted to take advantage of and would be a good fit. Actually, the day after we joined and to went through the two-day class, like that Sunday night, I remember us finding a, finding a house. This is, again, 2007, so you, this is the middle of the prime mortgage crisis. You could buy homes for thirty, forty, fifty thousand $50,000 at the time, and I remember us finding a house that night and thinking, hey, I think this is a good one, and we fired it off to a realtor to, to make an offer, and, and I owned that house for many years. So I did eight single-family homes in that first year of membership, and then transitioned into a um, 50-unit apartment complex in a not-so-great area of the town that I took a little bit of a, of a different route than a lot of Lifestyles members do in that I chose to run it myself, um, being down there every day and, you know, for the first, especially for the first few months, kind of being the manager in the office and handling a lot of the maintenance issues myself and learning the business from the inside out as I was, you know, 19, 20 years old at the time. And after a while, we were able to hire some staff to run the day-to-day operations. That, but I was still pretty involved I'm down there almost every day for quite a few years. Did end up getting a degree online during that time. So I would work in the apartments all day, go home, study at night, and got a management degree from Thomas Edison State University working at night. But during that time, it was really critical, or um, looking back, it was really important to be able to go to every educational opportunity that Lifestyles had to offer, all the classes, all the road trips, and then have a property where I could turn around the next day, go implement the lessons and the practices that I learned from the members and the classes that were taught at Lifestyles. And so that really helped build my foundation of how to run a business, period, specifically an apartment complex. So that was from 2008 um, through 2012. And then in 2012, I did my first deal as a lead investor where I'd Convinced 12 families to partner up, and we purchased a 200-unit apartment complex um, that has been very successful, and that was in 2012, and since then have bought five more deals. So now I have six deals, total of about 1,522 units. I buy a deal every year and a half or two years or so. It's kind of my heartbeat. We like, I like to buy one, get it stabilized, get it running well, put a bow on it, and then move on to the next one after that. And it's just been an incredible journey with so much help from so many people, everybody at Lifestyles and the Houston Apartment Association and and um, plenty other resources that have been more than generous with just incredible advice that have allowed me to get this far. So how old were you when you bought that first one? Was that um, the memorial property? The first apartment I brought as a lead investor was Winfront Point. I was, see, that was 2012, and so I'd have been 24 years old. It was I remember because it was a week before I got married. Now, question. Does my memory serve me right? Because you, you hit one out of the park right out of the blocks. It sort of made you stand out here at Lifestyles. It seemed to me that first deal you made your partners like $3 million and your dad like 800000 or something like that. Crazy. I, yeah, I know I might not have that, the number exactly right. but I don't, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but you're, you're in the ballpark. If, if anything, you're, you might be a little low. I think now that deal is refinanced twice. The investors have probably gotten... 
their money back two or three times. And if we were to sell today, they would get it back two or three times again. Wow. Unbelievable. And, you know, when you hit one out of the park like that for your first deal, then you become famous and being young, you stand out and, you know, you, you, you took it all the way. So that that was great. Was Memorial your second one then? Yeah, Memorial's our second deal, which the first deal we bought was Winfern. It was more of what you would call kind of a yield play or maybe a hybrid where it didn't need a massive, massive renovation. It was already run pretty well, had some good staff. It just was in a little bit of a um, crisis situation from an ownership standpoint. They needed to sell, and so it was a good opportunity. The second deal was the Memorial deal you're referring to, and it was a very heavy value-add situation. We were losing money at the first. We had had to take it down to about 60% occupancy as we did a full-fledged renovation, taking many units down to the studs. And it has been another wildly successful deal where we returned 100% of the initial capital. It's been doing about 10% distributions ever since. And if we were to sell today, they'd, investors would probably get all their money back. And that, again, another 100%. All right, so we're going to go to break here in a minute. And when we come back, we're going to, I'm going to touch on two topics. I'm going to give you both topics because I think the topics end up merging. Uh, in some way, shape, or form. And that is, you have a tremendous belief in people, and uh, you have a tremendous spiritual belief, and those tie together very well in your business process, which you merge because you, you say you just about were getting ready to get married. That's a story in and of itself, how you met your wife, and she was related to real estate also and lifestyle. So this is becoming your business, your philosophy, Throw in, you know, your contributions to society and some religious beliefs, the way you build your team and how you believe business should be run. I don't know if you're getting what I mean about how that all ties together, but it's all about your moral setup and the way you do business. Can we pick that up when we come back? Yeah, for sure. I'm excited about that. Do you think that goes together? Can you kind of merge all those together? Because that's really about who you are in my mind. You're this person that's got this moral compass. It's unbelievable. And that's been, the, that's been the secret to so much success is, is when you see your team as humans and people that build the business for you and you work hand in hand with them and in return give them... All right, a, we got to go. We're going to go. We'll come back. We'll pick that up when we come back. We'll be right back with John Boriak and the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Now, from the files of Dell Wamsley. It's not about knowing what the bad rocks are. Bad is never a rock. A rock is never bad. A rock is something that's big. It's important. The rocks are the good things. Your jar is filled with minutia, stuff that doesn't matter. That's the bad stuff. What you need to do is figure out what the big rocks are. And that's where it's very difficult. So I said, look, I'm going to give you my list of big rocks. And I don't expect that they'd be your list of big rocks, but they're just the way I see the world. And the number one big rock to me is health. Now, I thought I was going to die by age 65. I'm now 64, so I've got you know about six months left, and then I'm probably going to be gone. If I'm not, then guess what's the most important thing in my life? Do I help anybody when I become a financial burden because I'm sick? I totally cannot help anything or person or value in the world that's important. I become a burden on people. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today on Tell Del Tuesday is with me is Mr. John Boriak. John is the president of the Houston Department Association and multi, multi-time winner of awards both locally and nationally. He currently owns six apartment complexes and he's the youngest apartment president and he's also the youngest millionaire in this business. Business. And uh, when we went to break, we, I had keyed him up to come on this segment and talk about his business methods and how they tie into his business morality. John, pick it back up again. Yeah, sure. It's really integral to everything. You know, when any business you start out in, and, uh, you know, the real estate business is no different with apartments, you start out and money is the end goal. Like, you, you've got to just make sure that bottom line is in the black and not the red and it's tight and you're squeezing everybody for every dollar you're you're calling you know vendors and being i'm not paying this 20 dollars surcharge you gotta take this off and you're seeing how little you can pay employees and you're seeing how how much you can squeeze out of your residents for rent and customers for rent things like that and it's not that's not wrong necessarily you're in you're in survival mode at the, at the beginning especially but as, as you do that you go through you realize in that way of thinking Money and profit is the end goal. Like you make it almost like your idol, that you're everything, your business is focused around maximizing that idol of money at the end of the game. And then as you grow and you um, mature in the business a little bit, you realize money's a bad god. Like money is not the end all, it's an empty. It doesn't satisfy and it doesn't uh, provide that long term. Um, benefit that we really want and need and look for. And so a few years into my business, I think I probably had, I don't know, two or three properties at the time. I sat down with uh, kind of our, our leadership team at the time, and we really went through that, that grueling process that most mature businesses go through at some point where you define your why. Why are we here? Why are we doing what we do? What's our mission? What's our vision? What's our What's our, um, our, what's our reason for getting up in the morning and, and doing this every day? And in doing that, we, you know, that's how you generate a mission statement and a vision statement and, and goals. And those things that are on every company's website that no customers care about, nobody really cares about, it all sounds the same. Unless you go through the process of being the one that writes out, you pick exactly which words you use and exactly um, you know, de- define your why of why you're doing this every day. And then that bleeds into a whole new worldview and way of thinking about business that prioritizes, or at least for us, prioritize people and your team members and providing a quality home for residents who are going to be there the majority of their life. 
These are people made in God's image, and they're spending their life in your home having Christmas and family dinners and raising babies. And this is where the good times and the bad times go down, and you can find a lot of fulfillment and importance in providing that quality product. And so as you realize that money is, is an empty goal and you redefine why you're there, several years in, you know, that, that really helps to accelerate your growth in a healthy way. And so after that, we realized that we needed to reprioritize our end goal in, with the relationships with our vendors and our, our team members and, that, and, and our residents. And that, that really transitioned us into what I'm going to call this kind of new phase of, of trying to make sure our team members feel cared for and have more than just a job. They have a purpose. And you can call it you know, a good thing or a bad thing, but the world is moving this direction. The employment world is moving this direction where you know, there's, there's books like, um, like The E-Myth. By, I, think, I think Michael Gerber wrote that, which is a great book, and I recommend it to every business owner. It talks about establishing systems and repetitive uh, processes and predictable outcomes and building this machine where you can plug and play people to, to um, consistently produce this, this, um, this product for your customers, which is great, and you need to have that. But a lot of times what that mindset or philosophy can turn, develop into is seeing employees as just pieces of a machine. And they clock in, you pay them X, and they crank out X. And, or, and it becomes this transactional-based philosophy. And the world is moving just in the last few years to where team members, employees want more than that. They're leaving those jobs to go to jobs that have, offer more flexibility that offer more purpose, where they feel cared for as an individual and as a person, and they're given um, that extra level of, of um, care and be, just being known and being treated as a human rather than a part of a machine. And that's, that's becoming so important uh, these days. And I think really prioritizing that and going above and beyond to, right, just even, it can be, it doesn't have to be expensive things. We do things like making, you know, giving our teams uh, days off to go, you know, Take all the ladies to the spa. Take guys out on offshore fishing trips. You know, give them experiences at restaurants and things they've never had before. That's great. But it can be little things like just showing up on site and, and writing people cards and asking about their kids. And, oh, man, you had a quinceanera for your daughter coming up. Can I come to that? I want to, I want to see what that's like. Little things like that that really mean a lot to people and then translate into incredible success for your business as people know what's expected of them, but, and they're going to perform, but they feel known and cared for. And it's a holistic mindset for the team members and the residents more than just like, you give me this amount of effort. I pay you this amount of money. And then we call it, we call it a deal. It's, it's just gotten so much more than that. And that bleeds over into just how you view people in general. You're talking about the morality standpoint or the religious standpoint. I feel like everybody's made in God's image and everybody is deserving of, um, of care and love. And so when we can provide jobs that provide that, that purpose and that holistic care, it just provides an extra level of purpose and meaningfulness that's so important to me and my team. And that's how our whole culture has been developed. And it's, it's just funny how the less I focus on that dollar amount, the bottom line, the less I have to focus on it. Because when you focus on the bigger picture, that takes care of itself. So when you take that type of um, arrangement with people, and you know, I don't, I have a hard time at lifestyles, and you know, my structure is pretty loose. 
I don't even call the people that work there my employees. I say, I got these people to work with me here. <laughs> you know, I, I can't bring myself to call them employees. You're talking about those right. words, right? That word just doesn't sound right. It's for the people lifestyle. So I understand what you're saying. But, and I also understand what you're saying, that when you treat people that way, I don't have to worry about the bottom line. I just have to make sure that my customers get taken care of. And mm-hmm. the bottom line takes care of itself. So those are, those are good points. Now let's go one step further. We had a pandemic, and people who didn't have that kind of environment got wiped out. Mm-hmm. And people who did, we survived. I mean, lifestyles mm-hmm. did not even go down $1 in sales during the pandemic. In fact, we actually right. probably did better. And we completely changed everything we did from live to all online. You, same thing. You took over as president, had to take everything online you had to go out there and help all these people change but some people didn't have that kind of arrangement that you had with your client with your people but with your people you found you could do all these things you they cared enough because you cared to them they cared enough to go out and help your customer the people living yeah, in I like your apartments say, but the pandemic really highlighted both with hey, our john we'll pick members. this up on the break john on the other Perfect. side they're taking us out right now we'll be right all back right. with john boriak and the dell wamsley radio show Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Dell is John Boriak. John is the president of the Houston Apartment Association, along with the uh, operator and owner of six apartment complexes and the youngest president and the youngest winner of the National Apartment Association and many, many, many more awards. John, let's pick it back up as we were talking here. We went to break about how 
only certain people survived the pandemic well in the apartment industry and others really struggled. You want to pick that up and tell me what you know about it being the president? You're out there. You're in the middle of it all. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And for anybody who thinks this is like a pre-scripted or, or a choreographed show, it is not. I, I haven't talked to Dale in a couple months, so you're getting the raw, unfiltered uh, answers to all these questions going on here. But yeah, like you said, uh, I was just president of the Department Association this year and president-elect last year. We got to kind of be on the front lines of our industry navigating the pandemic. And it really uncovered a, a couple things or just demonstrated a couple things. You know, stressful times like a pandemic, but any kind of stress, uncover people's true values and, and the preparation that they put into to a situation like that in their relationships and their business. And so I think we put in a lot of work into building those relationships with our team members and our care for our residents. And that those efforts for the last you know decade have really paid off this year or two years in the pandemic when we saw um, those relationships stand strong through that stressful time. Everybody talks a lot about how terrible resident turnover is in an apartment community, and it is. That'll hurt the number one kind of cash flow killer is resident turnover. You've got to re- get people to renew your leases. You don't make a dime off a resident until they renew their lease. That first year is just recouping turn costs. But what people don't talk about enough, I think, is how detrimental team member turnover is and how you know, employee turnover, I would say that's 10 or even 100 times more important than your resident turnover. Because when you have a, a one of your team members, your integral people um, turnover, you get somebody else in there. First off, that spot probably sits vacant for a few months, which is detrimental. And then you get somebody else in there who doesn't have the pre-existing relationships, doesn't know the system. They've got to get trained. They've got to get brought up to speed. And it is a huge uh, down downward tug on your productivity and your profitability. And it, when the residents see that, that turnover of a new person in the office every few months, they feel like a machine is in place, not they don't feel that community that you really want to build. And so the pandemic really demonstrated the importance of those relationships and that, that holistic mindset when you think about providing jobs to people. Because um, there was, you know, we had what people would call the great resignation, people leaving jobs left and right. Um, if they were even slightly unhappy because there's a plethora of jobs out there as the economy has come roaring back versus there's other companies who I think have their values a little more aligned than when we're blessed to be one of them that we had pretty relatively pretty low delinquency, pretty low unpaid rent throughout the pandemic. We had our times when it was like, ooh, this is getting a little scary. But by and large, we did we fared much better than a lot of other companies and a lot of other properties. We had relatively low employee or team member turnover during that time. We had a few people leave, absolutely, plus a couple of them we needed to. Um, but by and large, our team stuck with us through that storm, and we've now been able to come back swinging this year as the industry and the economy has come back. And we had, I mean, over the summer, we had a point where every single property hit 100% physical occupancy. I have 1,522 units, and every single one of them had a person in it leasing and occupied. I had nothing available across the city. And so we've been able to just you know, raise rents to keep up with that. And we've, we've come back swinging. We're easily at pre-pandemic levels of, of profits and business generation and doing you know, team member events and things like that. And so the work you put in on the front end before the crisis hits to building those relationships and building, building up that team spirit and that, that, that family um, atmosphere really pays off when crisis does hit. That's like the testing ground for what you've been doing in preparation for that. So, John, you um, 
brought up another point a while back. You gave just a little talk about social interaction and political interaction. And without going into a long diatribe, because I'm just going to give you the last six minutes of this segment, how important do you think it is to be involved in your city, your state, your apartment association, all, all the groups that you belong to and all the different political things that you attach yourself to? How important is that? I think it's, it's crucial. When you have something like, oh, like the winter storm hit this year uh, or, the, or the, you know, COVID last year, we're still doing that this year. It was invaluable to me to have a group, like I, that I, a group that I was a part of through the Houston Apartment Association of executives and vice presidents of large management companies. And we would get on these weekly or sometimes bi-weekly Zoom calls, you know, during the winter storm or during the pandemic and be like, oh my goodness, how are we handling this? All our pipes busted. How, you know, where are you finding parts? All, you know, we've got delinquency through the roof. The courts are closed. How are you managing people that don't pay? And being able to just be a sounding board for these these people and, and have these people be more than anything, be a sounding board for me. And we're talking about people that manage tens and tens of thousands and thousands of units and uh, way smarter and more advanced than I am. And so to be on the front lines of our industry developing a response to these crises was invaluable. And it really put our company in a position, an advantageous position to navigate the crazy storms as the waves came and know Ooh, we got to implement that. Ooh, we got to implement here. Apply for this program. Stay away from that program. And it really helped us come through um, as, as not not unscathed, but as as unscathed as possible. Given everything else, I, I can't imagine trying to navigate the sea of rental assistance programs that popped up over the last year on an island without that kind of network to be able to advise and vet and help. Crack. I mean, have the rental assistance program in the city of Houston, which was a partnership between the city and the county. I was on the very initial brainchild phone call where that program got birthed, and we were able to work with the city and be like, hey, be sure you implement this piece and don't do this thing and do it, craft it this way. And it turned that into a successful program that got tens of millions of dollars distributed to residents that needed to go throughout the city and became a model for the rest of the nation. And so to be on the front lines of knowing the pros and the cons of each different kind of program that you could participate in or you couldn't, or knowing which courts are, are open, which courts are closed, all that was super important. And it just highlights the necessity of a peer group and a network in any business, um, especially the multifamily one, when you're trying to navigate these storms. I can't imagine trying to go through that on our own and just trying to you know figure it out. Where do you go with all this? I'm sitting here at 65 years of age, and... I've made it. I've got everything I've ever wanted, plus more by 10. I found, though, that every single year since I started in 1990, I've made more money, and my companies of multiple types have grown. My business have grown. My investments have grown. And it's almost like it's on auto drive. It doesn't happen. I'd like you to articulate for us the balance process of how you rationalize it in your mind, how you articulate it to your wife, how you articulate it to maybe your employees or at least to your friends of where you're going in life. Because if you keep working as hard as you're working now and you keep buying one apartment a year and by the time you get to be my age, you'll be a billionaire because I know what I'm worth and you're so far ahead of me that you'll actually, I can tell you that the trajectory is a billionaire. Doesn't that go against your belief systems you know, that a rich man can't get through the keyhole into heaven type of thing? 
And I, I'm just saying that with tongue in cheek because I know that's not true. But how does one that has as much common sense as you do, that's as down to earth as you are, who is as religiously connected as you are, who believes in people as much as you do, how do you slice out the ability to plan for the future and not make it, in your mind, be egotistical? Because you're going to be a billionaire. At the rate you're going right now, there's no doubt in my mind unless you just shut it down and go, ah, I'm done. And I tried that, John. I tried it when I was 40. I tried to quit. I'm not going to do anything more. Tried it when I was 50. Tried it when I was 60. So when we come back, I want to hear your explanation on that. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Del Wamsley. Everybody can do what I've done. As many people at Lifestyles have proven they could do it and sometimes even do it better than what I did. That's not the real problem. The real problem is most of you won't do it. Now, there's many different reasons why you won't. Some of you are just too lazy. Those are easy ones to just throw aside. Some of you don't care. You have no real desire to become financially successful. That means nothing to you. What I'm talking about is those of you out there that want to be financially successful. You want to be rich, and if not rich, at least well enough off you can live the quality of lifestyle you want without getting up and going to work every day, six, seven days a week, 12 hours a day kind of thing. You just want to be successful financially. You want to figure it out. And yet, it's so difficult. Now, I'm going to take you one step further down that discussion. There are many of you over 30 years of my teaching, having programs that teach, having other people teach. Over the last 30 years, we've put together a conglomerate of information, totally inclusive of everything you'd need to know. The rules are all there. We'll be right back with John Boriak and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today on Tell Del Tuesday is John Boriak. John is the current president of the Houston Apartment Association. He's the youngest president of the Houston Apartment Association. He's also uh, owner of six apartment complexes, and he's very, very successful financially, even at a very, very young age. So as we went to break, I asked him to please think about how his future was going to be shaped, because... John, obviously, like I said, the trajectory you're on at such a young age is going to put you so far ahead of where I'm at that you're going to be a billionaire, dude. And it's the only thing you can end up being unless you just shut it down. What, what are your thoughts? How do you look at your future? How do you see it? Yeah, it's a, something I've been thinking about a lot lately. It's, a, it's really a heavy responsibility when you, when you think about it. I see, you know, I see myself um, as a steward of anything that the Lord has determined to give me, whether that be money, your family, people, business, anything else. And so the question becomes, how do I steward the resources and the gifts and the blessings that the Lord has given me in a way that uh, would honor Him and make Him proud? And so one of my favorite sayings of yours that I remember from the two-day class 12 years ago is that bigger is not better, better is better. And so it's not about size, it's not about number of units, it's not about any. If you make that the end goal, you're going to take shortcuts and not build the right way. And so for so many people, money becomes the end goal. They want this specific house in this neighborhood, they want to drive this car, they want to be able to go on this vacation, they want to you know, have this boat or whatever. 
And that's the end goal. And I, when I think about that, I'm like, man, how sad that that is as big as you want to dream. Like, that's so empty of an end result in the grand scheme of things. It's so important to kind of refocus and rethink about what the end goal is for you. You know, money, as you get more of it, makes you just more of what you already are. It, it is, just makes you a bigger version of who you are on the inside. It allows you to, to express that in a larger capacity. And so it's so important to work on you and what you value and what's under the surface before money comes into play. So I've, you know, over the years, I've sought a lot of mentoring from people who are a lot smarter than I am. I'm looking at doing some executive coaching to help kind of redefine um, really what I want and who I am. I'm doing that soul searching. And kind of like I talked about what you do for a business after a couple of years of just finding your why, why are we in business? You do that for yourself. And become, you develop your own kind of personal purpose and, and what, you, what your goals are and, and what kind of legacy you want to leave. And so for, for me and my family, as I've gone through that process with my wife, we're focused on this slow, controlled, quality growth. We want to hit fewer home runs rather than a whole bunch of base hits. And then the end goal is nearly what I would define as kind of seeing God's kingdom come here on earth. And so that does that is alleviating suffering worldwide. The Bible talks a lot about um, focusing on, on widows and orphans, which in, in that time was people who, could, who were defenseless and victims that couldn't defend themselves. We, we seek out you know, ministries to support the things on like human trafficking and, and the exploitation of women worldwide, and we want to pour our resources into that. And then more locally here with our business as we grow, Again, it's not about size or number of units. It's about the quality of the jobs we're able to provide and the homes we're able to provide and the return on investment we'll be able to provide to investors. And so we have a vision of, as we, you know, we get larger and of expanding the services we provide or the benefit that we provide to residents from just a home to live in to a more holistic view where you can live in our community and then there are opportunities for your financial growth. Maybe for a lot of residents, that just means opening a bank account and, and starting maybe, uh, how, here's how you save. Going through, you know, a lot of people need to see a Dave Ramsey course of how to just manage their personal finances. Maybe we, we introduce that. Um, after school tutoring for kids that are not clicking in school for them. Well, maybe we have a lot of, we got a lot of club rooms that are sitting vacant a lot of time at these properties. Maybe those could be um, repurposed for uh, you know some free after-school tutoring for the residents there who need it. Um, there's you know health benefits we could provide of you know doctors clinics that come on site and look at you know help people out or provide teledoc services something like that. So taking a more, I see our business growing into more than just providing housing into more providing a holistic care for residents that, yes, housing is a cornerstone of a family's health and success and the trajectory of that family for generations to come. But what if you could also upgrade people's education levels and, and their literacy levels and their, their health and provide that level of service to people? That, that's kind of the long-term trajectory where we're, we're headed, I, I hope and dream, as a, as a company. And then, you know, my family personally worldwide is, is just seeing how many people we can impact during our very short time we have here on earth. Well, I think you've said pretty well, and uh, obviously you've thought it through. How many kids you got now? I got three kids, a seven-year-old girl, four-year-old boy, and a two-year-old girl, and they are my world right now. 
Are you getting the time to spend with them while they're young? It's been a, a hard year in that regard with, you know, being the president of the Department Association. I've tried to prioritize it as best I can, but we have big plans next year. I've said no to a lot of commitments for next year to be able to take advantage of this time when they're young and they want to hang out with me and they, you know, they love me as much as I love them. And we're going to make that a huge priority next year. Well, that's great. Next year's their year. And I know you've been very busy with the, being the president during the COVID situation was, it was difficult. And I guess everybody out here wants to thank you for doing that, for giving back during that tough times and helping everybody that you helped along the way. And I want to thank you for coming on and sharing your story multiple times. Yeah, absolutely. The roots of everything I have came from lifestyles, and I'll never forget that. And want to make sure that always keep passing it, passing it down the line. And all the volunteer stuff of the Apartment Association, that was a lot of work, but I've gained far more than I gave through the connections and the personal growth and, and just being, being able to solve problems and navigate crises with people who are far smarter than I am is uh, very rewarding. You know, it's uh, there's an old saying: if you if you point one finger in your hand, three fingers point back. I think that's the way giving works, John. You give one mm-hmm. amount, and you get three times back. I agree with you. It really does pay for itself. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for all that you do, and congratulations on all your success. And keep doing it. We look forward to seeing you again sometime. For the rest of you out there, remember Thank this: you, John and I, we don't do it for money. We're doing it for the lifestyle. Have a wonderful day. We'll see you tomorrow. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.